And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we truly appreciate you tuning in and listening to our program week after week. Should you have any questions about today's program or maybe a subject that we've discussed in the past, please contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. Or if uh, you'd like a free Bible, please send me your name and your address, and I will mail you a free Bible. Uh, there's no obligation, no cost, and I will, uh, you know, I promise I will not do anything with your information other than send you that Bible. And my prayer would be that you would wear out the pages. Again, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Our subject today is something uh, that's not always discussed, although there are very profound scriptures um, in the New Testament, and Matthew particularly, which has a discussion about purity. If we really think about it, when we read Matthew 15, 8 through 20, it's really talking about our purity and are we pure? Is it hidden? Are we disguising? What is actually taking place here? So today we want to have a discussion about the way to purity and what it, what it means, a little deeper look. And again, as always, this is the beginning of a discussion in our time here uh, that we have allotted each Saturday morning. Um, we can't get all of it out, you know, in such an in-depth subject. So my hope is is that this would whet your appetite, get you to open up your Bible, get you deeper in prayer to the one who makes us pure because he is pure. Um, that's my prayer. And I hope that uh, today's uh, program about purity uh, will uh, invoke the interest in you to be able to continue when we leave off today to open your Bibles and do some further research. And especially in doing your research, Start your research with prayer, asking God to provide you with his Holy Spirit so that you may understand the scriptures as God has intended. So I'll read you that scripture in Matthew 15. It says, those things which proceed out of a mouth come from the heart. Mm, there's another scripture that talks about from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, so here he's saying, those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murderers, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witnesses, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. So your deep thoughts that are in your heart, uh, that's why Jesus said, not only are you guilty of sin because you've murdered or stolen, but because you thought about it. And so Jesus raises the game there saying, it's not just about you completing the act, but you pondering it and thinking about committing the act. You have done it in your heart already. Now, initially, we really trust in our ignorance. We really do. We call our ignorance innocence. And then next, we trust our innocence, uh, calling it purity. But then 
we hear these strong statements from our Lord, and it really pushes back and makes us shrink, uh, you know, shrink back, saying, I never felt any of those awful things in my heart. And so we get a, we kind of get a little, you know, offended in a way, um, and we resent what Christ reveals in us. We, we resent the false things. We resent the hidden things. But here's the bottom line. Either Jesus Christ is the supreme authority on the human heart, or he's not worth paying any attention to. And I'll tell you, I'm prepared to trust the penetration of his word deep into my heart. I am. And you need to be. So you need to ask yourself that question. Are you prepared? I am. And this is where we come to confessing our sins to him. If we turn and look inward and don't try to hide it or disguise it or pretend it doesn't exist, and we submit ourselves, here we're back to that submitting and submission to to the Holy Spirit, um, these things will be made clear. And they will be what's wicked and what's evil and what doesn't belong in us will be purged in the most proper and God honoring way. So, again, are we prepared to trust him looking deep in or are we kind of like, oh, I prefer to trust my own innocent ignorance? Now, we should have learned by now in our walk of faith that we're broken. And the sooner we admit that we're broken, the sooner that we admit that there is sin in our lives, no matter how much of a, a an act uh, or a, a false front that we put up for others, God sees deep into our hearts and minds. And so if we take an honest look, and I mean a real honest look, and become fully aware of what our so-called innocence and putting it into the test. Ah, we're going to test ourselves, right? What we're going to find is we're very likely to have a rude awakening uh, that what Jesus Christ said is very, very true. And I'll tell you, both of us, you and I, we would be appalled at the possibilities of evil and wrong within us. All kinds of levels. You'll say, no, not me, not me. Okay. But as long as I remain, here's the big issue, here's the crux of the matter. As long as I remain under this false security of my own innocence, I've never sinned, I've never done this, I've never had an evil thought, uh, I'm living in a fool's paradise. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line of that. If you continue to give yourself this false, false truth and this false sense of identity and innocence, um, you're never going to get to the root so that Jesus Christ can begin to purify you. And he describes it in so many beautiful ways uh, through the scriptures to enlighten us, using earthly things to describe a process which he is going to do within us. And one of those particular things is the refining of gold and silver, that they are put under intense heat. And when they're put under intense heat, the impurities, also called dross sometimes, uh, these impurities come out and are separated. And isn't that what we want? 
Isn't that what we've come to know? We've seen the train wreck that our lives have gone on many times. And and listen, having things and having this and having that is not a successful life. It might be a successful material life, but where does your true happiness lie? Does your happiness rely in those things that rust and rot and fade away? Or do you want to become the person that when God imagined you, when he began the creation process, forming you, who you would be in the most glorious way. Because he says, you're wonderfully made. You are wonderfully made. Don't you want that to be what your life becomes? What God has intended you to be? And there's so much that goes along with that. Not only eternal life, which is incredible in itself, but the joy and the peace. Wow. It is an incredible undertaking that God does for us through his precious son, Jesus Christ. And I just want to encourage you to stay focused in that way and in those thoughts, deep and honest, open prayer with your creator. Lay it all out because there's nothing that he doesn't know about you. There's nothing that you're going to keep hidden and locked away that Christ cannot see. You are exposed to the very core of your being and existence in God's eyes. So let's get it right. Let's get on the path to righteousness. Let's let God begin that great work within us that we do not have the capacity to do. Oh, we're good fakers. We're good showmen. Oh, yeah. A lot of good fakers, a lot of good showmen out there. But the reality is, is that the scriptures say you will know them by their fruits. Do they possess, do I possess, do you possess the fruits of the Spirit? And if you and I find ourselves coming up short, listen, let's go to the well. Let's go to the living waters that can change us. If, again, if we are willing. And if you showing show God that you are willing in your spirit, he will bring your flesh in line. That's his promise. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Ask and you shall receive. But all these things, doors we try to open and, and knocking and asking and we shall receive are asked in purity. Right? In humbleness and meekness. Like little children to a parent, we asked the creator of the universe to guide us and lead us because our thoughts are so often uncontrollable. But that doesn't mean you don't stop asking. Ask, ask, ask. And in God's timing, your answers will come. And he will give you the peace and joy even in the midst of your trials. That is God's promise.
You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, Talk Radio 95. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, welcome to our second segment of this fine Saturday morning. And as always, if you have any questions or a subject that you might like us here, you know, to talk about it Saturday morning, please contact me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Also for that free Bible, send me your name and address and I will mail you a free Bible and please wear it out. Uh, again, that Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And you're listening to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG talk radio. 95.5. We continue with our program today entitled Purity uh, and the Way to Purity. You know, we, there's a lot of confusion out there about, we talk about sanctification, which we talked about in a previous uh, program. We talk about purity. We talk about holiness. All of these kinds of things that stem from the Father of the universe, the creator of all that exists, all that is seen and all that is unseen. And we ask for all these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so the goal of the program, as it always is, is to begin a conversation on a particular subject. And hopefully, when we're done with our program today, it will have piqued your interest or maybe you'll have taken notes and and you will go look deeper and further because just don't take my word for it. Take it to prayer. There's where we belong. There's another thing besides the pages of the Bible we should be wearing out. We should be wearing out our knees in prayer. There's nothing more precious in God's sight that uh, a carpeting next to the bedside where someone is kneeled in prayer continuously to see those knee imprints worn out. Now, of course, if you have a hardwood floor, it's a little more difficult. The wear is going to be on your knees. Um, but anyway, it is really important to take to prayer. And when you're praying, uh, it doesn't have to be this fancy words. It is just from the humbleness and the pureness of your heart that you're seeking the God of all creation to open up to you or on it. Um, again, no one ever receives a word from God without instantly being put to the test regarding it. We end up disobeying and then wonder why am I not growing spiritually? What, what's happening here? God, you said you would uh, I'd knock on the door and you'd open it. You said, ask and I'd receive. But he also told you of the frame of mind you need to be in, in the pure and honest heart that you have to present to him. Not that you're changed when you begin your prayers, 
It's the beginning. How can he's not changing you instantly? He's not looking to change the characteristics of your personality that God created in you that are good things. Because he created you. He pondered you in his molding of who you and I would be. And remember what Jesus said. If you bring your gift to the altar, if you bring your gift to the altar and there you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go away. First, be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. Because your gift is tainted if you haven't began that process of of putting aside and really submitting and surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. That's in Matthew 5, verses 23 and 24. He's saying, in essence, to break it down, don't say another word to me. First, be obedient by making things right. That's what that scripture is saying. Don't say another word to me. First, be obedient by making things right. Now, so often the teachings of Jesus hit us where we live. Boom, right there. We thought we had it hidden. We, we thought we were, eh, he's not going to see that. Nah, that. That's not that big of a thing. That, that's just a little thing. He, Jesus doesn't care about that. Jesus cares about every part of your being because he's molding you into what you were intended to be from the moment God began creation. The teachings of Jesus hit us right where we live. We try to do this thing of where I'm going to church on Sunday and then, you know, I'm all holy and, and I'm, I'm praising. I, I got my hands up. In fact, this week, Lord, I had two hands up during praise. The problem is, is what happened on Monday or what happened Sunday right away after, after the church and you're at a sports game or watching sports. Where did it all go? What became the priority in your life after that morning, hour and a half, two-hour service? Or as some of my brothers have services that incredibly last three and four hours. Amen. The Spirit of God uncovers our spirit of self-vindication and really makes us sensitive to the things that we've never even thought of before, which is so important. He brings us clarity and honesty. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after these few short messages. Stay tuned. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. 
Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, welcome back this fine Saturday morning, tuning into our program about purity. How do we get there? What is happening in that purity? You know, and when we begin to see that God is purifying us, what is God's purpose? And then the question becomes, are we going to follow God's purpose or our own? That is a crucial point. It is is a crucial crossroads in a believer's life, um, because so often we'll think that things that are happening um, is is God's purpose for me. And so we, we see it in the material kind of thing that I've become sex, successful. I've become this. I've become that. But is that the lesson that God is teaching you? Is that where God is leading you? Is it about the success in material things or in financial areas? I don't think so. Yeah, we hear the same all the time. Yeah, money makes it easier. Yeah, but God will take care of all of your needs. That's his promise. And if he's not providing it and you are sincerely following him and a person of faith in your walk of life, whatever he's providing you is what you need to attain to the person God had initially created you to be. And that's so important. Remember, you're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Now, in Mark 6... Chapter 45, the Gospel of Mark, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Just a little clip there, a little clip out of that scripture. He told him to go do something. We tend to think that if Jesus compels us to do something and we're obedient about it, that he is going to lead us to great success. The problem is, is your idea of success and the idea of what God's success is so far apart so often. We never should have thought that our dreams of success are God's purpose for us. We dream all kinds of things. We've got a million different desires of what we want to be, where we want to go, what we want to have continually, continually. But that's not. It's not our purpose that needs to be fulfilled. His purpose may be exactly the opposite. Now, we have the idea that God is leading us toward a particular end or a desired goal, but the reality of he's not. Mm. And that particular goal that we think is so grandiose is really not important at all. See, what we see is only the process of reaching a particular end. God sees the goal itself. Think about that. And again, whether or not we arrive at a particular goal is of little importance, and reaching it merely is an episode along the way. Got to keep that in mind. 
because so often we try to supplant God's will. We allow our thinking to kind of go away. Lord, what's your will? Lord, what's your will? Lord, what's your will? We spout it out and then try to have God, that be God's will. I've heard it so many times. I've heard it (sighs) more than I care to mention. Now, what is my vision of God's purpose for me? And I'll tell you, whatever it is, whatever it might be, his purpose is this, for me to depend on him and on his power. When? Now. Right now. Right now in the present. And continue on. If I can stay calm, if I can stay faithful, if I can remain unconfused while in the middle of the turmoil of life, the goal of the purpose of God is being accomplished in me. Can't see the end goal. Right now, all I can see is the turmoil. All I can see is the frustration. But the fruits of the spirit that should be in me as I've become purified, as I've submitted my will to God, I should be calm. I should be faithful. And I should be unconfused in the middle of that turmoil. And when I do that, then the goal of the purpose of God is being accomplished in me. Remember, God's not working towards a particular finish. You know what the finish is. You know what that is, to make your robes white, to become purified and holy and righteous, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and a peace and be filled with a peace and joy that surpasses all understanding. That is what we seek. His purpose, think about this deeply, it's not the goal. His purpose is the process itself. Because through that process, you are refined as precious metals are refined. And your impurities are pulled out, are separated and pulled away. And your sins are uh, as far as the east is from the west. He says, that's how far he'll cast them. Remember, God is not working towards a particular finish. His purpose is the process. Because you know the goal immediately. Everybody, you you rattle it off. Well, I'm going to die and go to heaven. I'm going to be with Jesus forever. That is a fantastic thing. Absolutely wonderful. Incredible. Miraculous. But so is the journey there. Because it is by the journey slash process. that we make ourselves and avail ourselves to being able to meet that end goal. Without the journey, you can't reach the goal. So think about that. If I can stay calm and faithful and unconfused, stay deep in prayer, the more turmoil, the more turmoil, the more prayer. The more struggle, the more prayer. 
and prayers of tears are just as acceptable as trying to hold it all in. You can lay it all bare before your creator. In fact, the more transparent you are, the more God can work within you. Because in the end, it's your choice. But it begins with the appropriate ask. Now, as we continue, we see that what he desires for me, and we've had this discussion before, what he desires for me in that scripture in Matthew 6, he desires that I see him, paraphrasing from the scripture, him walking on the sea. There's no shore, there's no success, nor is there any goal in sight, but simply having the absolute certainty that everything is all right because I see him walking on the sea. Matthew 6, 49. And it, it is the process not the outcome, although there is an outcome. But so many of us want to believe that we rush past the process. And as long as Peter kept his eyes fixed on his Savior and didn't pay attention to the turmoil and the raging store around him, he was able to walk on that water. But as soon as the tribulations and the trials the sufferings grab our attention and pull our eyes off our Savior, we begin to sink into those rough waters. Here's another thing that's forgotten so often because we talk about in we talk in the future so often about where we'll be, which is I'm not saying is a wrong thing, where we're going and what we'll be and how we'll be. But God's training, his training is for now, not later, so that we can get to that place. His purpose is for this very minute, not for something in the future, although there is a future. And what we're doing does lead us to the future. But so often we get lost on the process, ignore the process, and only focus on the future. The focus that we need to focus, you know, where we need to stay focused is on Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit within us. We have nothing to do with what will follow our obedience. Mm. And we're wrong to concern ourselves with it. What people call preparation, God sees as the goal. He's already told you where you'll be, what you'll be, how you'll be. He shared all of that. But we try to walk away from the process. This is a terrible analogy, but I'm going to use it anyway. It's like a football team running down down the goal, running down, you know, hitting this yard line, that yard line, heading for the goal. And, of course, there's trouble along the way, stops and pushbacks. 
But what we want to do is we want to get the ball and run down the sideline to the end zone, not facing any of those things that make us who we're supposed to be. I told you it was a terrible example. But again, let me reiterate, God's training is for now and not later. And his purpose is for this very minute and not sometime in the future. God's purpose is enabled to me, is enabling me to see that he can walk on the storms of my life right now. If we realize that moment by moment, obedience, remember, if you love me, you obey me. It's all through the scriptures. Moment by moment, obedience is the goal. Then each moment as it comes will be precious. God bless you all. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless you all.